Welcome to today's episode of Retail Initiative. I am so glad that you're here. I am beyond thankful um, that you, you know, time is such a valuable resource and that you spend it, whether you're on the treadmill or in the car or in the office, whatever it is, I'm just grateful that you're here. Um, today, what I wanna share with you is something that I think is one of the ways to bring joy into your business. So we're gonna cue the theme and then we're gonna get right into it. The rules of retail are changing. One by one, corporate retailers are closing their doors and some call it the death of retail. But those rules never apply to independent retailers like us. We're writing our own rules. We're here to answer the questions about how to grow your business, stay competitive, and still have a life. I'm Josh Orr and this is the Retail Initiative Podcast. What I, what I need to do, because I want to share some of this, but I need to lay a little bit of groundwork and I need to explain what my company does because that will help explain the story that I'm going to share with you. Um, so my company does um, two things. We help retailers identify the tools and systems and processes, process, the plural of process, I think it's processes, <laughs> um, that they need to implement to scale and grow. And most of the time that means helping people move to new POS systems and learn how to use those in the best way possible from the very beginning. The other thing we do is e-commerce design and development, um, but that really has nothing to do with, um, with this story. Um, so a part of POS is support. Um, you know, of course, like retailers have support directly from the POS systems. You probably have experience with those and know that there's a reason why we also will offer it. Um, and an unfortunate part of support is weekend support. Like we have to help people, um, at least our people that are invested in our business, we have to help them on the weekends. And um, it's really, really hard to find a way to balance like being awesome for your customers and being a good dad, being a good husband, and being present. And I'm sure in your business you have dealt with the exact same thing where you um, you have all these needs and it feels like you have this beast um, that just wants to suck up all of your time, all of your resources, and it's hard. And what I, what I want to share about is a story that really has changed everything um, and it changed the way that I... I'm starting to approach my business, and I think you can apply it to yours as well. Um, I was at my son. I have a three-year-old son, and he's like in this um, like league for little kid soccer. And you know, it's just like kids running around kicking a ball. And but at the end of it, they do this thing where every kid goes and kicks a goal, and everyone stands around cheering for that kid. And I got a ticket from a customer and I stepped away to help them. Um, here's the thing with this customer. I've been working, I've been working with them for years. And honestly, like Saturdays and Sundays to them were just another day. And they they treated those days like we owed them, we owed them help on anything on those days, even though we said, like, hey, we'll help you with emergencies, which means like you can't take money. So that's an emergency in a business. Um, but you know, they would have this urgent reports question. And, um, and then there was never gratitude. There was never um, any acknowledgement of the time that had been done. And I'm at this soccer game and I'm on the phone. I'd stepped away and I'm, I'm kind of far away from where the, the action's happening. And I'm on the phone with this guy trying to help and trying to do something for him um, that is helpful. And he's like annoyed that he's on the phone with me but I'm watching as this like group of people cheer on my son. 
and they're like yelling like Ryan, Ryan, and I am watching this from a distance. And that was when I realized, oh my gosh, like what am I doing? Like this is a customer that is not, they're, they're likely not going to continue buying with us beyond um, like paying for some of the, like the small one-off services that we do. And, and I'm spending all my time here. Have you ever done that in your business? Have you had um, that loud squeaky wheel that isn't a huge customer for you and you invest so much time, not sometimes with them, but also you invest so much time mentally and emotionally on those people. And I think what I had to do was I took a step back and I was like, who is my perfect customer? You know, what I've talked about with you is the same thing I have to think about for me. It's like, who do I want to serve? You know, I want to serve retailers that are really serious about growing. I want to serve retailers that are willing to put in the work, who are willing to like actually implement systems and processes that will help them grow. Um, and instead, like I was helping someone that really didn't want to pay for someone else to do the work and they didn't want to do the work themselves. And um, I had put up with that for so long because I was scared about losing the revenue. And I'm sure that's the case with you. If you're like, oh, I'm so terrified about losing this customer, but they take up so much of your emotional and physical energy that it robs you of joy in your business. And so, you know, that week I, I sent an email and we had a phone call and I let them know that, you know, we were going to discontinue weekend support. Um, and, you know, they had 90 days. I wasn't like a jerk about it. I, want, I don't want to leave anyone, um, <laughs> leave anyone in a bad position, but... I had to make a change uh, for my business for me to have balance. And so now, now what I've implemented is we, um, you know, we looked at who was using up our weekend support the most, and we asked ourselves, like, is that our is that our perfect customer? Are we actually able to help them in the ways that we want to help businesses? And if they weren't, then we sent those emails, um, letting them know, like, hey, we think you'd probably gain more value from someone else. And, you know, we gave them time periods. We didn't just, like, say you're on your own. Like, we were nice about it. And I think that that's something that you could 100% apply in retail as well, is thinking through who is your perfect person. And if the person that's the squeaky wheel isn't, you know, isn't that, then it's okay to let them go. It's okay to say, hey, I really think you'd be better shopping somewhere else. And so that's something that I would encourage you to think through. Um, but the, on the other side of that, um, when it is like an upset situation, I do think always take those and grow um, in all situations. Like there's never a, um, the, there should never be a moment where you're hearing a customer complaint and not hearing the truth. And even as obnoxious as the, sometimes the complaints can be, you need to learn. Um, if you're in business, any amount of time, you're going to have an unhappy customer. We got to learn from those. Um, but the the thing that I, if you're going to leave with anything, it's this question. Why are you in business and what is your business there for? Um, we do, I do my mastermind, uh, which actually we launched that like in a week and a half. Um, super excited. That will be at, um, I think it's at manifest.retailinitiative.com. Um, but you can also go to my Instagram at Retail Josh and we'll link and stuff to there. Um, but anyway, one of the things that we do is we'll ask, like, okay, like, why are, what is your goal? Like, why are you in business? Okay, so it's to make a million dollars. Why do you want to make a million dollars? Well, because I want a nice house. Why do you want a nice house? 
well, because when I was a kid, I didn't have the nicest house, and I really want my kids to have something different. Okay, so why is it important to you that your kids have something different? Well, I, I want to be a better parent, be better to my kids than my parents either were to me or were able to provide for me. Um, okay, so it's about providing something for your kids. What, why is that so important to you? Well, because they're my number one priority. You get the point here. I'm saying, okay, what's the goal? But then why is that the goal? Okay, well, why is that the goal? Okay, well, why is that the goal? Okay, then why is that the goal? And you peel those layers back and you realize, um, you know, like for me, a lot of my goals were twofold. It was the impact that, that I get to have on retailers' lives, but it also came down to my wife and my family and the ways that I can support them, um, the ways that like, you know, I'd love to share my story someday, but like I didn't grow up with a lot. In fact, I grew up with hardly anything um, most of my life. I remember when I forgot my first name brand shoe. Um, it was like the best day in the world to see the Nike swoosh on my shoe. It was a really big deal. Um, and so I've worked really hard to provide a different life for my kids. But it's not just those things. And if it's just those things, then I think I missed the point. So if it's so much of it is about my kids, why would I build my business around something that ultimately doesn't let me be physically there with them and physically present with them, right? I, I hope that this resonates with you some. Like if your biggest goal is these certain things, yet you're building something that takes you away from that, we're missing the point. So how do we then go from, how do we go from having this greater goal that we've, we've realized and we, we are seeing where our actions are taking us away from that. Um, and I think the solution there is that you have to build systems and processes that let you grow and scale. What I mean by that is if you don't want to have to be at your business on Saturdays, then you need to have a process that a team that you hire um, to be in your store on Saturdays can follow. If you don't want to have to be entering items manually one by one in your POS system or your e-commerce solution, you need to have a process in place for creating items and receiving them into your inventory that you can teach to someone that they can do. And then that when they move on, you can teach to someone else. Um, you, these process and these tools have to be in place in order for you to begin to remove yourself from certain aspects. So I hope that, that you're encouraged here. Um, to feel the freedom, give yourself permission to recognize your greater goals and then build a business that supports the greater goals because it likely isn't money. Um, money is, the, is like the tip of the iceberg on business. It's going to be so much more underneath that. And I think once we, once we can identify that, we can then make decisions on where to invest our resources, where to invest our time, um, and what needs to change. So I hope that you can spend some time doing that. Um, this was sort of a different episode, but I, I enjoy it. Um, I hope you are as well. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I'd love if you were to check me out at Retail Josh um, and DM me, say that you listen to the podcast. I love, love, love those messages. Um, you can learn more about my company and what we do at StreamlineRetail.com. And I hope to connect soon. So have a great week and I'll catch you next time.